Hello and welcome back to Koala Moon, a podcast of original children's bedtime stories and meditations designed to make bedtime a dream. We're still in the Christmas story groove and tonight I've got a super sweet tale that takes place on a snowy Christmas Eve. A young mouse called Chestnut is awoken from her slumber by a peculiar noise outside. With her mother at her side, Chestnut investigates the sound and they are amazed to find a very special mouse standing in the snow. It's Father Christmas, and he needs their help. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month, and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. Chestnut and her mother agree to help him and swing into action. Before long, they're going on a magical journey through the starry skies together on an adventure they will never forget. Settle down and fill your minds with visions of snowflakes, glowing warm fireplaces, gift-stuffed stockings, and a wonderfully golden ornate sleigh. This is Father Christmas by Gillian Rogerson. "'Twas the night before Christmas, and all through the house not a creature was stirring, except for one mouse. Her name was Chestnut, and she was fast asleep in her cosy bed, until a clattering noise from outside woke her up. She left her bed and went into her mother's room. The clattering noise filled the air again, and her mother stirred from her slumber. She opened her eyes and looked at Chestnut. She asked what the noise was. Chestnut shrugged and said she didn't know, but it was coming from outside. Her mother got out of bed and walked over to the window. She pulled back the curtain and looked out. Her eyes widened in surprise and she said, Chestnut, come over here and look at this. Tell me what you can see. The little mouse joined her mother at the window. Her eyes widened in surprise too, and she said, It looks like Father Christmas, with his sleigh and reindeer. Her mother nodded. I'm glad you can see them too. I thought my eyes were playing a Christmas trick on me for a moment. Chestnut peered closer through the window. She asked, What's he doing outside our house? Isn't he supposed to be flying through the sky and delivering presents to everyone? The two mice watched Father Christmas as he walked round and round his sleigh. He stopped now and again to take off his red hat and scratch his head. Chestnut's mother said, I think there's something wrong with his sleigh. It could be broken. Hmm, we should go outside and ask if everything is okay. Get your coat and boots on, Chestnut. It's cold out there. Chestnut dashed away to get her coat from the hallway. She grabbed her mother's too along with their boots and swiftly returned to the bedroom. 
her mother was still looking out of the window. When she saw Chestnut, she said, Yes, his sleigh is definitely broken. He keeps prodding the buttons on the control panel. They make a clattering noise for a few seconds and then stop. He keeps looking under the sleigh too. The mice put on their coats and boots and left the house. They padded through the thick snow over to Father Christmas and stood next to him. He didn't notice them because he was mumbling to himself and talking about how he just didn't understand it. Chestnut's mother let out a polite cough and said, <coughs> Excuse us, we don't mean to bother you, but are you having trouble with your sleigh? Father Christmas stared at the mice. Oh, hello. I didn't see you there. Yes, yes, I am having trouble with my sleigh. It won't take off. It's been fine for the first part of my evening, but now, he shrugged, now it just won't lift off. This has never happened before, and I've checked everything I can think of, but nothing has worked. I don't know what I'm going to do. I've still got many presents to deliver. <sighs> he sighed, and his breath turned into a whirling wisp of air in front of him. Chestnut smiled shyly at Father Christmas and said, My mother will be able to fix it. She can fix anything, can't you, Mum? You fix the washing machine, the shower, and the tumble dryer. Oh, and my radio. Chestnut's mum smiled and waved her paw in the air as though fixing all those things was nothing at all. Father Christmas gave Chestnut's mother a hopeful smile and asked if she could possibly look at his sleigh. Chestnut's mother said, I've never repaired a sleigh before, but I can take a look. Chestnut, would you fetch my toolbox, please? Chestnut grinned and ran back into the house. Father Christmas smiled at Chestnut's mother and said, I remember delivering a toy tool set to you when you were a child. Your name is Morag, isn't it? Morag nodded and smiled at the memory of receiving her first tool set. She told Father Christmas that she loved fixing things and building things too. She had plans to build her own house one day. Father Christmas said he was certain that would happen. A soft smile alighted on Morag's face, and she gazed into the distance, lost in thoughts about her building dreams. Chestnut returned with her mother's toolbox held firmly in her paw. Morag noticed her daughter and took the toolbox from her. Thank you, Chestnut. She turned to Father Christmas and asked if she could examine the sleigh and if he could tell her how it normally operated. Father Christmas showed Morag the control panel. There were two buttons on it. One was labelled up and the other one 
was labeled down. Morag scratched her head, opened her toolbox and took out a spanner, a hammer and a pair of pliers. She got into the sleigh and sat on the padded seat in front of the control panel. There was a determined look on her face. Father Christmas and Chestnut left her to it. They walked over to the reindeer who were waiting patiently for the sleigh to move again. Father Christmas introduced them to the young mouse, and from within his pockets, he produced a handful of carrots. He gave them to Chestnut and asked her to feed the reindeer. Chestnut walked around the beautiful animals and gave each one a crunchy carrot. The reindeer nibbled on the delicious vegetable and smiled their thanks at Chestnut. She smiled back at them. A few moments later, her mother declared, Aha! There's a loose wire here. I'll have that sorted out in a jiffy. Chestnut didn't know how long a jiffy was, but it wasn't very long because her mother soon told Father Christmas that the sleigh had been fixed. Hopefully, her mother added with a small smile. Do you want to test the up button and we'll see what happens? Father Christmas got into the sleigh and sat on the padded seat next to Morag and pressed the up button. With a low rumble, the sleigh fired up and rose slightly off the ground. Father Christmas grinned at Morag and gave her a thumbs up. The reindeer let out a kind of honking noise, which Chestnut assumed was a cheer. Morag said, well, we'll let you get on. It was lovely to meet you, Father Christmas. Have a wonderful evening. Father Christmas said, Wait a moment, please. Chestnut, Morag, would you like to come with me as I deliver the rest of the presents? It won't take long, and if you want to return home at any time, just let me know. Chestnut clasped her paws together eagerly and gave her mother a long, hopeful look. Morag said to Father Christmas, That's very kind of you, but we don't want to be a bother. Father Christmas said they wouldn't be a bother at all, and he would love to have their company. Also, he added with a pointed look at the control panel, I could do with you by my side in case my sleigh breaks down again. Morag glanced at her daughter, who was still giving her a hopeful stare, and said, Okay, yes, we would love that. Thank you. Morag put her tools back in the box, and then stowed it under the seat in case it was needed again. Chestnut leapt onto the hovering sleigh and snuggled down next to her mother. She grinned up at her. Her mother grinned back and put her arm around her daughter. Father Christmas called out to the reindeer. Now, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer and Vixen. Now, Comet, Cupid, Donner and Blitzen. Off we go. 
The reindeer took a few steps forward and then rose into the starry sky, pulling the sleigh behind them. Chestnut and her mother let out little gasps of amazement as they left the snowy ground behind. They looked over the side of the sleigh and saw the top of their snow-covered house. The snow on the roof glistened in the light of the moon. Chestnut asked where they were going first. Father Christmas said, We'll visit the mice who live in your village. We'll head to the row of houses near the school first. I've got lots of presents to deliver there. He guided the sleigh to the right and headed to a row of red-bricked houses that were bedecked with fairy lights. A blanket of snow covered every roof. Chestnut told Father Christmas that some of her friends lived in the houses. Father Christmas gave her a knowing smile and a nod. He landed the sleigh smoothly on the middle roof and asked Chestnut if she could look into the sack of toys underneath the seat and pick out the first present. Chestnut frowned. She hadn't noticed a sack of toys when she'd climbed into the sleigh, but she looked under the seat anyway. There was a sack of toys, and it was made of soft red velvet. It was only a small sack, and Chestnut wasn't sure it contained enough presents. As if sensing her concern, Father Christmas said, That's a magical sack made by my elves. It's much, much bigger on the inside. Every time we arrive at a house, the right present will move to the top of the sack, ready to be picked out. I'm going to deliver a gift to a young mouse called Flossie first. Chestnut, can you reach into the sack and see what you pull out? Chestnut reached into the sack and her paw alighted on a box. She pulled it out. It was wrapped in gold paper and tied with a red ribbon. The gift tag attached to the gift confirmed it was for Flossie. Chestnut smiled and told Father Christmas that Flossie was one of her school friends and her favourite colours were red and gold. Once again, Father Christmas gave her a knowing smile and a nod. Chestnut wondered what was inside the box, but didn't ask because she knew Flossie would tell her when they next met up. She handed the box to Father Christmas. He jumped lightly out of the sleigh and into the soft snow on the roof. He told the mice he wouldn't be long. He walked over to the nearest chimney and jumped into it. Less than two seconds later, he leapt back out, his paws empty. Chestnut blinked in surprise and said, That was very quick. Father Christmas's eyes twinkled in merriment. He said, I use a lot of Christmas magic at this time of the year. And that includes slowing down time 
so that I get every present delivered. Chestnut, there are more gifts to give out on this row of houses. Could you reach into the sack again, please? Chestnut did so and brought out a triangle-shaped present wrapped in green paper and tied with a blue ribbon. It was addressed to Barnaby. He was a friend of hers, too. Thinking about how happy her friends would be when they opened their gifts made Chestnut feel all warm and fuzzy inside. She gave the gift to Father Christmas, and off he popped again down into another chimney. More presents were delivered along the row of houses, and then Father Christmas said it was time to move on. They flew around the village and visited cosy cottages, tall, detached houses, and a hotel on the hill where several families were staying for the festive season. Chestnut continued to hand out presents from the magical sack beneath her seat. Her mum kept a close eye on the control panel, just in case she needed to fix it again. After a while, Father Christmas flew the sleigh away from the village and over the fields. They stopped outside a line of trees and low bushes. Father Christmas said, Some mice live in the trees here, and some live under the bushes. There aren't any chimneys, but I have other ways to get into their homes. Chestnut, Morag, would you like to fly with me up to the tree houses where some dormice live? It was an offer Chestnut and her mother couldn't refuse. They asked if they would fly up to the tree houses in the sleigh. With a smile, Father Christmas answered, We'll fly there on our own, using Christmas glitter. It's magical glitter, and when I sprinkle some on you, you'll be able to fly for the rest of Christmas Eve. He made his little paw into a fist, blew on it, and when he opened his paw again, it was full of rainbow-coloured glitter. A gentle gust of wind caught the glitter and carried it towards Chestnut and her mother. It landed on their clothes and fur and settled there, twinkling brightly. Chestnut said, What do we do now? Do we flap our arms like a bird? Father Christmas explained, No flapping is needed. Just think gently about flying and where you want to be like you do with walking. If you look upwards at this tree right next to us, you'll see a group of tree houses nestled in the branches. Imagine yourself flying up there. Chestnut and her mother did that very thing, and a few seconds later, they floated off the seat and rose towards the tree houses. 
Chestnut took her mother's hand in hers and smiled at her. The mice were having such a magical evening. Father Christmas sprinkled some glitter on the red velvet sack, and it rose through the air too. He flew at the side of the sack and kept a paw on it to stop it from drifting away through the night sky. When Chestnut and her mother reached the group of tree houses, they floated outside them and waited for Father Christmas. He arrived next to them, opened the sack, and a present popped out on its own and floated over to him. Father Christmas caught the present and flew towards the nearest treehouse and disappeared from view. Chestnut whispered, Where did he go? Her mother whispered back, He must be using his Christmas magic again. A moment later, Father Christmas reappeared in front of them his paw now empty. The rest of the presents were delivered to the families in the tree houses. After that, the mice flew back to the ground and then gifts were given to those mice who lived in snug homes beneath the bushes. Once all the presents had been delivered, Chestnut and her mother joined Father Christmas in the sleigh again. Are you still okay to help me? He asked the mice next to him. Chestnut waited for her mother to speak and was very relieved when she said, We'd love to continue helping you. We're having a wonderful time, aren't we, Chestnut? Chestnut nodded six times. and then added another nod to make sure Father Christmas knew she wanted to keep helping him. The sleigh flew on through the starry night and over the snowy ground. They stopped at a couple of burrows in fields where families of field mice lived. The entrance to the burrows was lit up with small lanterns and strings of twinkling fairy light. They stopped at the side of a river, and Father Christmas delivered presents to mice who lived on the riverbanks and to families who lived on the boats that were tied up near a stone bridge. Chestnut and her mother had never seen a riverboat home before, so Father Christmas used some of his magic on them and they all popped inside one of the homes together. Chestnut and her mother were amazed at how neat and tidy the home was, and how cosy too. After that, the three mice flew towards the snow-capped mountains and delivered presents to mountain mice who lived in log cabins and ski lodges. They went over a moonlit desert where mice lived in tents of all shapes and sizes. 
Later on, as they flew over a forest, Chestnut began to feel a little tired and did her best to cover up her yawn. After delivering the presents to the mice in the forest, Father Christmas flew the sleigh towards the sea. He landed the sleigh on a sandy beach and left gifts to mice who lived in huts made out of straw. They stopped at some fancy hotels along the beach for more deliveries, and then at a lighthouse which was perched on a cliff. Just like the riverboat home, Chestnut and her mother had never been inside a lighthouse before, so Father Christmas used his magic again, and inside the lighthouse the curious mice went. They decided it was a beautiful place to live, and the view of the sea was a very soothing one. The relaxing sound of the waves washing upon the rocks below them made Chestnut yawn again. They left the lighthouse behind, and Father Christmas guided the sleigh over the dark sea and towards a cruise ship that was covered in twinkling lights. The reflected lights danced around the waves and surrounded the ship in a glowing halo of rainbow lights. Chestnut had never heard about a cruise ship before, let alone seen one. She was amazed when she saw the huge swimming pool in the middle of the deck and the winding slide that led into it. Father Christmas expertly landed the sleigh on the deck, and using his magic again, he made presents fly out of the sack and towards the various rooms where sleeping mice lay. Thinking about the sleeping mice, made Chestnut yawn three times in a row. Her mother noticed and chuckled lightly. She told Father Christmas it was time they headed home. Perfect timing, he said, because this was my very last visit of the night. Morag, would you like to take the reins of the sleigh? and fly us home, the reindeer know which way to go. Chestnut's mother was too delighted to speak and could only nod in reply. The three mice got back into the sleigh and Morag took the reins in her paws. The huge smile on her mother's face made Chestnut feel all warm and fuzzy inside again. Morag softly called out the names of the reindeer. The sleigh rose smoothly from the ship and headed back towards the mice's home. Over the dark sea and the sandy beach they flew. Over the forest and the moonlit desert. 
and the snow-capped mountains and the riverboat homes, across fields and bushes, and towards the familiar sight of their village. Morag landed the sleigh outside their cosy home. She made a final check of the controls and said everything was still in working order. Chestnut was so tired that she could barely keep her eyes open. Her mother helped her off the sleigh and carried the little mouse in her arms. They thanked Father Christmas for taking them on a magical adventure. He thanked them for helping him and said that having them at his side had made it a very magical Christmas Eve indeed. The reindeer smiled at Morag and Chestnut and nodded goodbye. The sleigh rose from the snowy ground and began to fly away. Father Christmas gave them a final wave goodbye. Morag took Chestnut into their home. There were a couple of presents under the tree for them that hadn't been there before. Each present was wrapped in their favourite colours. Chestnut said tiredly, How did those get there? I never saw Father Christmas coming into our house. The mother said, He must have used his magic again. How kind of him to leave presents for us. Come on, Chestnut. It's time for your sleep. I'm certainly ready for my sleep. Chestnut laid her head against her mother's shoulder and closed her eyes. Her mother used the last of her Christmas Eve glitter to gently fly up the stairs and into Chestnut's bedroom. With Chestnut still in her arms, she walked over to the window and looked out at the starry sky. In the distance, she saw Father Christmas flying through the night. His words of goodbye carried on the wind to her and across the snowy land. Happy Christmas to all, and to all, good night.